When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome in to the Chicago Sports Podcast presented by... Goose Island, the official beer of CHGO. Find one of their Chicago locations at gooseisland.com forward slash locations. What's up, everyone? Kevin Kadek, head of content here at CHGO. Joined today by Mark Harmon. Luke Stuckmeyer is out. Lawrence Benedetto is behind the board. And special guest straight from St. Louis, but a Chicagoland native, Chris Raby. What's going on? Not much. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm a big Carm guy, so this is <laughs> well. That's why we is, invited this you. This is exciting for me to uh, to get to you know toss around the old take skin with Carm for a while. Uh, it's so uh, it's quite a challenge to do so, but it's I'm looking forward to it. Always an interesting uh, day when so Carm's in studio. Just, just just let it be known that my tenure at WGN Radio back in the day, from 2007 to 2009. I mean, I hired some of the greatest Marconi himself media personalities of all time one of which is Adam Hogue and another one is the great Chris Raby that is sitting here I mean my my tenure I will put it up against anybody Brian Beetle great voice of the Bradley Braves uh, Brady Stiff crushing a podcast somewhere let's not let's not sleep on Brady yeah. and, and and Raby's been dominating media so Memphis St. Louis and and uh, he's just a force that's so, sitting with us today so for the last 10 years you have been working behind enemy lines you've yes. covered the Cardinals and Blues what is that like for someone who grew up in Chicago sports um in, interesting uh, I think that uh, you know for St. Louis sports, it was, it was a really and has been an exciting time. I think the rivalries have been great. Uh, got to cover the Cardinals in a World Series. Uh, got to see the Cubs. Got to see Kyle Schwarber hit the longest home run I've ever seen. Uh, and <laughs> and awesome. Kevin Segrist's career in 2015. Um, got to be part of a Blue Stanley Cup. So it's, oh. it, it's been great. Yeah, uh, I, I still always get like the, well, you can't like, you're still a Chicago fan, right? It's like, well, no, I'm, I'm, I want the teams I cover to Play do well. as well as as they possibly can. Like, I mean, Carm, they're from St. Louis, though, Chris. Like, like I'm sitting next to Kansas City Carmen here. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I, I'm a I'm a fan for hire. I will admit it. I, I moved down to Kansas City. I, I dove into the Royals, and I was telling people at the time in 2000. I lived in Kansas City too. I dabbled in the Royals and Chiefs, but it was I understood were, were my giving, place. Were you giving takes? Uh, I, I was covering high school soccer. Ah. <laughs> you so were there yes. for what? Can't believe. Why do you abandon the Sika? Why do you hate the CSL South? <laughs> yeah. See, those are the questions I get. But um, 
yeah, I I think it, it is kind of fun to poke the bear a little bit now. People in St. Louis are, I think, rightfully so, maybe terrified. Uh, they're probably as upset about losing Darren Pang, which they should yeah. be, as, as uh, maybe... Connor Bedard until he is realized uh, here shortly, but um, it's been a fun time for uh, for those rivalries. Can you just admit though that Bush Stadium is horribly overrated and actually kind of sucks? Yeah, it's it's kind of like all newish baseball stadiums. They're all just kind of cookie cutter, right? It just seems like you walk in there and you're like, what? Did you spend like half the money that you were budgeted on it? You know what it looks like? It seems kind of cheap. It looks like it was built from the bricks from all of the buildings that populate Wrigleyville now. Yeah. Just like the generic, like everything kind of looks the same. Um, They did. I haven't uh, been there since they built the ballpark village. So maybe. Yeah. And that's cool. And actually, um, a couple of times I walked around with. Crane Kenny and Bill DeWitt III, the Cardinals mm. uh, uh, president, um, when the Cubs were getting ready to, you know, kind of start to build what they've built. And they had some ideas. Yeah. yeah I, I, you know, I, I think that I think the Cardinals are headed in the wrong direction right now. The Cubs are hopefully headed in, I don't know, if not a better direction, yeah. some direction. Yeah. Well, a better yeah. direction. But yeah. Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad that you have experience, you know, hanging out with such high-class company because it prepared you for today's show. Got a good one today. We, we, we have, I'm so happy I'm on the show today with the topics. And by the way, Ravy just belongs I, on, a, on a purple line to a red line headed to Wrigley. That's where, that's, where, <laughs> that's where he grew up. That's where he belongs. Purple line express. Purple line express is a great look. That's such a good right to Belmont. Take Go one stop back. You're, you're at Wrigley. Done and done. <laughs> Come on. Can't beat that. Love All right. It. Get into the topics here, Kev. Well, before we do that, I want to remind everyone we are having our CHO Blackhawks party down in Nashville. Let's go. On Tuesday. Make sure you buy those tickets. Not a lot of money gets you an awful lot of stuff. Yeah. All you can drink, some food, access to our NHL draft pick shirt which will be revealed uh, next week. Hang out with uh, MVP of the CHGO softball team last week, Mario, just dominating at third base. So make sure you get that. Uh, We have anything else? I don't know. I think that's about it for now. We're going to be announcing a CHGO baseball takeover for the Crosstown Classic pretty soon. That's not quite yet, but yeah, we're going to have an outing to uh, on the north side, an outing on the south side. Carmen's going to wear the half Cubs, half Sox jersey. <laughs> I, 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 might, I might split it up here. South side, I'll wear. I'll Maybe wear. the trifecta Cubs, Sox, Royals in the middle. In, 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 in the spirit of today's show, when we go south side, I'll wear my Jordan 45. And when we go back to the north side, maybe I'll bust out, uh, I don't know, get a Ron Santo situation going on here. Let's go. Shout out to everyone in the YouTube chat this afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you hit that like button. If you're listening to a podcast on this, give us a five-star review. We really appreciate that. Uh, this week's Taking Care of Business award winner, powered by ComEd, is our guy, Michael Jordan. He is uh, <laughs> he, he's on there. He took care of business. We, he bought into... How do you guys get the award to him? I mean, I don't know. That's look, a great he, question. Look, look, he sold the Hornets for $3 billion after buying them for how much? It was like what two fifty, two seventy five. Come on, you did. No, all the MJ numbers. I was, I was gonna look, I was gonna look that up, and then Chris got lost, and I had to go find him on. Thanks, Chris. It was all the way down the alley. (laughs) I feel like I was trying to board the train to Hogwarts, looking for the building. (laughs) It's one of the more challenging. But you appeared, yeah. I appeared like Hagrid. Um, Yeah. So props to MJ. He may not have won a lot of games down there, but he made an awful lot of money in thirteen years of investment. So. 
Shout yeah. out to the NBA. <laughs> Shout out to anybody who's ever bought a sports franchise that just somehow these all these people are just geniuses. Wow, I bought this sports team, and somehow ten years later, it's worth I don't know tenfold of what I just got it for. It's amazing. The business just keeps going up and up and up and up. And then why sell? Do you see like all these things on TikTok? There's all these like sports business geniuses on TikTok who like claim that Michael Jordan is like he lost so much money gambling that he had to sell. It's like, well, he, yeah, supposedly he sh- shorted. Uh, GameStop. GameStop. Is that true? He made. T- I think he made two hundred fifty million dollars from Nike this year. Supposedly lost right. five hundred mil shorting GameStop, which I don't believe because <laughs> it would have been a lot larger story. But if you, there is, it was floating around in Twitter the other day, and I read it, it was an article from twenty twenty. Be true. Twenty twenty one on Twitter. It's got to be true. Would he be that dumb? TikTok is more reliable. I found. I'm going to short GameStop and lose f- half a billion dollars. On TikTok, those are music like Michael Jordan lost a ton of money. <laughs> How did he do it? Yeah. First, I can't. He was friends with this guy. I he told him. I, I can't. Um, I don't know. Maybe he was. I, could it be possible that he just doesn't enjoy owning an NBA team and having to do, you know, and meet with the media or be responsive? Obviously, I guess he doesn't really care about losing, but. That's the other side of it why it does have like some credence. Like, Really? You're yeah. selling because what? Just have somebody else run it. Hey, Marcus, if you're not too busy over there with uh, Scotty's ex, can you come over That's and run why? the team? I mean, I said not a bigger story. <laughs> He's doing a podcast with her. That's so weird. Marcus, can you can you can you can you do me a favor as the MJ Pippen breakup continues? Can you not do a podcast with Larsa? Seriously, do we have to go podcast level? Do you level? think the numbers on that are good? <laughs> I haven't listened, but I I didn't know about it until today. So right when I yeah. get off the show and finish up with the eye doctor, as I'm sitting there at the Birdo Center tonight, not the Birdo Center, the Advocate Center, I'm going to go to the draft tonight. I'll be I'll probably just listen to Pippen and Larsa. Is it a UCF Knights podcast? <laughs> it, I think that's is. exactly what it is. Larsa's yeah, Golden Knights super fan number one. I mean, that is straight weird. That's wild, man. You you would think that they would try to keep that under wraps, but since you know, since you wrote this book unguarded, well, I feel like Jordan's paying Marcus and Larsa to do this podcast on the side. <laughs> that would be the ultimate. <laughs> that would be uh, that would be like the ultimate. I might have uh, to check it con. out. I might have. Oh, you, I mean. You want to listen together, the three of us after the show? I mean, this sounds amazing. I would start a wrap-up or a recap podcast about that Of the podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah. Do it with Scotty. Scotty looks good these days. Have you seen him? Oh. He's got the full full hair situation going, drinking whiskey, just looks completely lost. Scotty might need a mid-level. Scotty's in a full crisis. <laughs> I, feel, I feel, honestly, I feel bad for him. You know, uh, one, of your, one of your friends, Raby, uh, the great getting a mention that no one's ever heard of, but just trust me, John the Coach Cone, he's, this guy said, this random guy who I used to do radio with who I love, great I'm dude. I'm sorry. But he, he sent me he sent me a text he's like, you have got to read Unguarded. It's incredible. Is it? And I'm like, I'm Scottie Pippen just t- called Michael Jordan a horrible basketball player. Why would I read anything this guy ever said? He's like, he's like, yeah, I don't know about any of that, but it was a great book. So now I feel like I got to read Unguarded. I have to go Unguarded. Because of the coach. It's probably not that challenging to read. <laughs> shout, it's, out to shout out to the coach. Probably an afternoon. I mean, yeah. you got a spare afternoon. I know you don't. but I, I mean, you know, I'm going to take some time off this summer for a couple of days. Yeah, your tennis career is over. So. Right. <laughs> Blew out the knee last night. I mean, I might as well do a three-day. Everyone's getting hurt. This is not good. At least, at least the softball team is playing a winless team on Monday. We'll be all right. Raby, if you're around, we need somebody to step in. Just a little 16-inch. 
everybody's get, you know protect your fingers but we've got we got a spot in the lineup for you I'm available for a 10 day <laughs> all right our guy john greenberg in the athletic this morning wrote an interesting article saying basically as jordan wraps up his stewardship of the of the charlotte hornets it'd be a great idea to somehow get him involved with bulls ownership again uh, the bulls are you know not for sale entirely but his idea was Let's get Michael Jordan to bring a billion of that three billion haul, maybe invest it. You can pay out some of that. You know, there's the Bulls have a lot of investors, not only just Jerry Reinsdorf. They can cash out in, in a way. And then you get Michael Jordan involved. Um, and then John also mentioned maybe you could get him involved in the Chicago White Sox. A little bit of a cash infusion there. What, what was your original thought, Carm, when you saw, saw that article? Well, I, I mean, I, I think... John did a great job of proposing bringing Mike back, but I think overall, if I may, I think he missed the boat on this one. Mm-hmm. He should not be coming back to be the owner. He should be coming back at 60 to score 16 a night and, and help the Bulls <laughs> win go. some basketball games. I'm in. Sold. Seriously. You know he wants to play. Yeah. There, I, I honestly, like... I think with his mental abilities at 60, I think I think he gets a 10 and I don't eight. know, man. Did you see that picture that they ran with John's article? It was, yeah, no, he's, he's uh, smoking too many cigars and drinking too much whiskey. That's pretty clear. But so he's going to have to. I thought he was a tequila guy. Tequila, uh, right? Maybe that too. Yeah. Well, he, in, the, in the last dance. You, know, you don't know what's in all those pockets on yeah. his pants. I mean, yeah, the last dance pockets, he had a he had a big he had a big uh, neat pour of whiskey in pretty much every episode. He was just sitting there. So, I mean, he would have to, you know. But then again. In the, you, in the videos from the last dance that they were showing, the dude's like huffing down cigars before games, and then he's going out here. I think he's a little bit older, so he's probably got to. You'd have to kick, you know, say goodbye to the cigars and the whiskey for a little while, and get yeah. himself in the best shape that he can. Let's go. Chris? I, I mean, I think that Jordan being involved in any official capacity is a terrible idea. Um, mostly because this is a franchise that's been stuck trying to cling to those years, I think, for the last two decades and um you know aside from a couple of years with Derrick Rose when it looked like they were turning the page um again still you'd see Pippen sitting courtside there were still connections I I just think that if this franchise and especially reading this this morning on a day where the Bulls have no draft picks tonight (laughs) where they are essentially handcuffed from doing anything because of um, some of the decisions or non-decisions that the front office has made over the last couple of years, a front office that was supposed to be a new regime, be a breath of fresh air. Um, Again, uh, with all due respect to, to Jordan, greatest athlete ever. um, I I just, I don't see how any, connection to him uh, helps the franchise advance whatsoever. You know he's going to want to be involved. You know that he would want with any organization, I think, <clears throat> to have at least a hand in some decision. He's not going to want to be a figure. He's not, not going to want to be a mascot trotted out to yeah. wave to fans or to talk to the media. He's not going to want to do that. So if you truly are going to move on as a franchise and um, ever contend for championships like you contended for with Jordan, yeah. um, I think you essentially have to cut all, not cut all ties, that sounds wrong, but you, you can't be clinging to the past while you're trying to step over the line into the future. And to me, it's just an awkward 
awkward kind of proposal. And, because and like, what, what would he do? The breakup was awkward. Yeah. I mean, the last 25 years. Reinsdorf said, I will regret this about right. his what? Second to last contract. But he, the last 25 years, he's not been anywhere near an even occasional presence at the United Center. He's been there, what, three, five four times. times, five times? Maybe. I remember him in a Blackhawks jersey at one point. Right. Uh, I think it was with Bobby Hull. Remember that? That was, dur- that was during the, obviously during the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah. Was he here for the All-Star game? He did um, not come for the All-Star game. He was, yes. He was in the building? Wasn't he? I don't think he did, if I, if I was remembering. How did he not show up? He didn't do anything for the dunk contest. Or, I mean, I right. just... I don't think he was here for the All-Star game. He, and, and, and similar to why would he say, why would Reinsdorf or his partners want to sell any piece of, of an organization right now that regardless of how they do on the court is just going to become more and more and more valuable, especially if they start their own network and they own their own rights? Like, I, I mean, in theory, like, well, everyone loves Michael Jordan. We could get the Marcus Larsa Pippen uh, podcast involved, but... I just I, I don't eat up some I, programming. I, I don't really see any upside for either side, and certainly not for what the organization's trying to do. Talk about making the front office a lame duck, too. You know, when you've got Jordan kind of floating around. Yeah. Well, hold on a second here. How old is Michael Reinsdorf? I'm looking it up right now. Michael. He's Re- mid fifties. Is he mid? So mid fifties, right? I think so. Yeah. That's what I want to say. Um, Did you do your research, Carm? Yeah. No, I'm going to say mid fifties. Close enough. (laughs) Whatever. My point is this. If you're Michael Reinsdorf, wouldn't you want MJ hanging out in the in the suite with you watching games just because it's Michael damn ass Jordan? But I don't think Jordan wants to do that. Like even if he's an owner, like why would he want to be around? Right, but 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 if you're the Bulls and like Mike's gotta make that decision. If you're the Bulls, hey man, do you make a call and say, Hey, MJ, just so you know, the door is open. Uh, I'm not we don't know what the role would be. We don't know what you want to do. But let's at least have a conversation I, here about bringing the person back to the city that, like. I, I think you need to have a connection with a lot of the alumni. There really isn't, except yeah. for Scotty, ironically. But, like, you could start small. You could start with him being around. But the team's got to be good. Like, right. and, and, and if they were contending, if they were in the postseason, it would make sense to have him around. But. Um, but that, that's another point, too. It's like, okay, you bring him in, like, what does this really do? The organization is still stuck in, in this weird post-Jordan purgatory, which may go on and on and on. Yeah, they... Well, they go ahead. No, they, I, they haven't been bad enough to reap the benefits of being bad. They haven't been good enough to actually contend for anything. Yeah. And now the last couple of years, they haven't done anything. They haven't done anything. And... There's, uh, there's what? Like continuity, a, Chris. <laughs> well, continuity. there's a couple of ways in the NBA to get better. You have to get really, really bad and land somebody in the draft. Or you have to land some trades. Or you have to want or have free agents that want to come play for you. And I don't see how Also Jordan have an ownership willing to get into the luxury tax when it's time to get into the luxury but tax. Like, right? Even if you, like, they might if they give Vooch three years. But um, I, I don't see how Jordan helps with, with any of those objectives, at yeah. least in the short term. I mean, Clinton's got a solid point about he doesn't think that Mike wants anything to do with how it left. And he, one of the things that stood out from the last dance was that you know, he's still bitter about the way the, the way it ended. He right. wanted to keep playing. I mean, if he and, had his son to start this podcast, then he's really bitter. Yeah, well, and there's a lot of people, by the way, that will say the, 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 the team was done. They were right to break it up. 
and I honestly want to fight every single one of them. Who would have you, beaten them? <laughs> a, A, you don't know that. B, you're betting against Jordan. C, the result was you were watching a team led by Tony Kukoc win 17 games. Wouldn't you have at least wanted to see him try and I lose mean, it on I, the court? I will say this, Carm. Look at the way that all the principal you, characters Rob? have yeah. acted towards each other in the 25 years since. From Michael Jordan to Scottie Pippen to Phil Jackson. Does that necessarily strike you as some guys that were, like, ready for another round of Kumbaya in 1998-99? Right, but it it shouldn't. Well, first of all, it should never have gotten to that point. Like Kraus should have been relieved of his duties when he was the obvious wedge that that was just a huge problem with his own ego. So Jerry, you're you're. I'm going to make you something with the White Sox. You're out of here. But that never. But that didn't happen because, for whatever reason, we don't need to go back down that road. But you're right though. But but for a while, like until the last dance. If Jordan was in some basketball NBA suite somewhere and Scotty showed up, they were best of friends. They were, you know, at least in, in that moment, they were hugging it out and they were smiling and all that stuff. I mean, I'm not saying they were hanging out like at the beach together or whatever, but it wasn't as contentious as the last dance became for Pippen right. because whatever, he, he, he didn't get any do- dollars from it. It's like, it was, it's like Scotty. You made more money on the court in the NBA than Jordan. If you are in any financial problems, that is on you. You made a hundred plus million dollars. You should be living the dream to the tenth degree. You you're a top fifty player in the history of the NBA. Main not that you weren't a great player, but you got to that level because of your association with Jordan and the Bulls. Money look, is money is not an issue for the Chicago Bulls. It's not a money. Yeah. It's not an issue. Making money is not an issue for Jerry Reinsdorf. Nobody he's, wants he's, to come play here. That's absolutely right. They're not a good organization. The Lakers, you know, they get done with the Showtime era. They get done with Magic Johnson. And what do they do? They pivot, and they're able to flip that into Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal. Look at what the Celtics are able to do. You know, even in the, even though they haven't been that successful, they've had several extended periods. Right. Bulls have had, right. what, well, two and a half years of Derrick Rose? Right. And they lucked into that. The Lakers, on the other hand, with first of all, they, they, they went and paid Shaq. So, okay, fine. You had the attraction of L.A. that helped them. Yeah. But the same year that they went and sh- tra- that paid Shaq, they traded Vlade Divac for the 13th overall pick. Amazing. And drafted Kobe Bryant. And Jerry West said at the time that we think we just drafted the best player in the, in the, in, in the draft. He damn well knew who he had. Mm-hmm. So that is a hero. And we have not had that level of foresight anywhere close to it. Yeah, I just, I look at like, you know, Oklahoma City, right? They lose Kevin Durant, James Harden, move Russell Westbrook. What do they do? They commit to essentially what the Cubs did, to what the Blackhawks did, being really bad and loading up on picks, having a vision, and now building around flexibility assets and a star player that they drafted in Shea Gilgis Alexander like you look around the league the teams that win you know it, you know what, what does the Memphis market have over Chicago what does uh, Utah have over nothing like these right. are these are teams that are not defined by their market size or whether or not their owners will spend into the luxury tax they're defined by smart front offices yeah. commitment vision and they don't cling to the past maybe it's because they don't have a past if you know the Utah Jazz had Michael Jordan or if uh, the Memphis Grizzlies had Michael Jordan um, maybe it would be different but again like I just look at you know 2000 and 
20 when the new regime was brought in and it was supposed to be, you know, doing things differently, a breath fresher. They haven't done anything. Like, they drafted a first-round pick who didn't play last year. Um, you really haven't drafted anyone of note since Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. in 2011. And, I, yeah, I, I just don't see how well, Jordan or Pippen or any of those guys help, help you know, rip the bandage off. I, I do – there. You can make a one-tenth of one percent argument that if Mike is in the building, he helps you somewhat, uh, I would think, hopefully, with recruiting in some light way, shape, or form. But, like, yeah. but, but didn't happen, it didn't happen in Charlotte. I, I, I get just it. think he's moved on. Like he's I, like, no, he, right. And I don't even know if young players care. Like, eh, right. They, they might care a little bit. I, I've said this time and time again. Michael Jordan is, is a global icon. He's not a Chicago icon. Like, he's not of Chicago. Like, we had Richard Denton here a couple of weeks back, and what did Richard say, man? He, he loves being on that boat. He loves fishing. He's, yeah. he's, he's got a wife. He's got two young kids. It's just not going to happen. Right, but if he did show up at the UC for game one next year and they show him in the box and he stands up. And sure. He, I mean, I'll start. I mean, there'll be waterfalls that's right there. That's baby steps. Right. See, that's, that's the way it should but be. But I, I don't think you go from a principal owner then to, like, a guy who just kind of owns part of a team. Like, I don't think it kind of works that way. Yeah, I, and again, like with especially expansion on the horizon mm-hmm. and what the teams in the league stand to make with the expansion fees, if it really is, you know, the vi- a billion dollars and then yeah. the new TV rights deals that cut those new teams out for the first handful of years, you'd have to be stupid to want to sell or I guess in trouble to have to, to, to want to sell a piece of, of a pie like the Bulls right now, I think. Absolutely agree. But – Okay, but then you have just more money in your pocket, right? And they, they know that down the line they can sell it for eight gazillion. So let's just yeah, I mean, if, let if let you want, buy a couple yeah. more yachts for you, a minute. You've really tucked yourself into Jordan playing, <laughs> haven't you? I, I, I can I, see it in your eyes. This is a bad never card. Say, that would be- never say never. Talk about moving moving ahead. Mike. Rob, Rob says Jordan is competitive. If he buys the Bulls, we certainly won't be worse. And Bragg says if Jordan owned the Bulls, everyone would want to play here. He's made that point on this show before. And again, nobody went to go play in Charlotte. I know Charlotte is not Chicago, but I'll tell you one thing: Charlotte is warmer than Chicago, so you probably should have been able to get a few yeah, more people you're through. Able to reel in there. Adam Morrison with a with a <laughs> top three pick. Missed out. Missed out on that one. All Bring right. him back. That's all I'm saying. Let's go, Mike in the building. I know it doesn't make any sense. I, I do agree happen. with John's point that the statue should be outside. Yeah, I, that was a good point. That was weird that they look. Leave the statue alone, other than polishing it every day. I want that gig, by the way. Side gig. Jordan polisher. Statue cleaner. Sunnyside. One, one is, hour a day. Sunnyside is your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping. It is a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality products. Sunnyside has everything you need to elevate your summer, Chris. Hope you check it out while you're here. It's a one-stop shop for all your cannabis needs, no matter where you are on your cannabis journey. They have easy online ordering, an in-store pickup, and a great transport loyalty program, Sunnyside Rewards. By the way, I'm going to tell everyone how to save a lot of money at Sunnyside at the end of this read. Uh, Illinois, it's Illinois's. Illinois's. It's <laughs> Illinois. Someone wrote Illinois with apostrophe s. Did you have the apostrophe? Did you go to Sunnyside before the show? Ron no. Burgundy on the show. Jordan could give you twelve off the it's, bench. It's Come our on. favorite dispensary from city suburbs, Wrigleyville to River North, Champaign to South Beloit, and uh, they also feature the House of Brands. You go down there, you can check out Mindy's. That's the best tasting gummy and chocolate edibles. 
created by James Beard award-winning chef Mindy Siegel and Cresco Labs. There's also good news, which is gummies, rechargeable vape pens, and carts, which are perfect for great moments with the crew. They'll make you feel good, just like uh, Marcus Stroman made us feel good with the Cubs this week. Hopefully it continues show. to. Yeah. Anyway, through August, head to sunnyside.shop and use code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order, one use per customer. And that's not only for new customers, that's for uh, anyone can use that. So pick up everything you need to elevate your summer. Must be 21 plus or an Illinois MedCard holder. And if you haven't heard already, Raby uh, and everybody else, it's a smooth sack summer, which is the best time of summer that you could possibly have. Uh, when you're playing in the summer sun, make sure you are escaped from the old uh, pubes to burn, to the bum. That's what I'm trying to say. Thank you. Pubes to bum, not to burn. Don't get burned. Get yourself the Manscaped situation. Get yourself the Performance Package 4.0. Uh, you want your balls cool and, and you want to look hot. That's what Manscaped's going to do for you this summer. Uh, they are the leaders, of course, in below-the-waist grooming, and they're making sure that we all have a ball this summer by giving our pants partners everything they need to stay fresh. Uh, dive head first into the smooth sack summer by going to manscaped.com. You get 20% off, and you get free shipping with the code CHGO. That's how you want to live your life. Uh, for, again, Performance Package 4.0, everything you need for the summer bod. They got the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which features a cutting-edge ceramic blade. Keeps it nice and easy for you. No accidents. We're all familiar with accidents when we're doing it ourselves with razors that are not meant to do that. You want the full situation. They got the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. You do want to smell good down there. That matters. Uh, they give you the boxers and a travel shed bag when you get in there. There is nothing you can do more for yourself and for your male loved ones uh, than going to Manscaped. So get 20% off, free shipping. That code is CHGO, manscaped.com. Use that code CHGO. Would you say Marcus and Larsa Pippen are pants partners now? I, th- I think you can. They're pod partners. Marcus, is, Marcus should be using Manscaped. <laughs> I wonder if they have a Manscaped read on that podcast. <laughs> Probably do. I mean, I mean, there's a podcast these days and men listen to it. It's a Manscaped ad. I mean, it's a phenomenal product. I personally uh, can, uh, you know, I endorse. You do a good <laughs> job. Thank you, Manscaped, for all you've done for me. All right, let's talk a little bit about the Bulls. Uh, As you mentioned before, the NBA draft is tonight. Uh, We're probably about three and a half hours away. Zach Levine is still a member of the Bulls. DeMar DeRozan is still a member of the Bulls. What do you guys think? (laughs) I kind of said it all. Look, let me just say this. People wanted Jimmy Butler out of here. And at the time, I'm like, do does anybody paying attention how competitive that dude is? Um, but they were in such a bad s- spot that it was like, well, gotta trade him. And they made a great trade. Zach Levine, Laurie Marketing. Yeah. Pr- pretty good, pretty good job. Chris Dunn, who ended up not being good, but it was it was a it was a pretty decent haul. And they couldn't figure out how to use Lowry. Zach has been a very solid player. Well, they couldn't. It's not that they couldn't figure out how to use him. They they shackled him to a coach that just completely broke him mentally. Right. And exactly. And wherever Jim Boylan is nowadays, that's uh, what a what a tenure that was, the Boylan years, which 
I swear, one of the weirdest moments of my life was when they hired Boylan and John Paxson's doing the press conference, and there's like seven of us standing there, me, Casey Johnson, and whoever else, David Schuster, we're all sitting there with, with Paxson talking, and on the outside of this like seven people circle was Jim Boylan on his tippy toes listening to what Paxson was saying. I'm like, this is the guy? <laughs> like, no why, one knew who he was. Why is he listening intently to what's being said? This is weird. But... I covered I, the first Jim Boylan, so I was all sorts of confused when that yeah, happened. Uh, well, I just, like, I'm okay if you want to you tear it down, but Zach Levine is in his prime, and he's a very good basketball player. I'm not sure it's a win if you trade him. Now, DeMar's a different story. He's got one year left on his deal. He's getting towards the end. What can you recoup for DeMar? That would make sense to me. But trading mm-hmm. Zach, you're, you're getting rid of a very good basketball player in his prime. Well, you're not going to get, you know, even – money back on the dollar if you trade Zach. Could you get um, a couple of role players and a couple of picks? Probably. Like, you know, the Knicks package has been floated out there, but you're not going to get anything that would make you better right now or appease Bulls fans. Um, I got to do something with Lonzo Ball's contract, right? Like, you've got to yeah, make they, a decision are they, at they some point. Get the relief from that deal? Is that You get relief. You could wave and stretch him. You could try to trade the deal. But, like, I, I find it strange that some of the – like, while you have a, a, a very productive player in Zach Levine who's gotten better and who's gotten better defensively as well, uh, like, there's a lot of Lonzo Ball sitting there. Um, draft – the first round pick last year who, who didn't Terry. play at all in Dale and Terry. Yeah. Um, the, the fact that you might give uh, Vucevic uh, three years. 60 million. When the number he might not him. even get a mid-level exception anywhere else. So, yeah, I just, I, I think they need to decide where they want to go. And I don't know if Zach Levine could be the best player on a team that could contend in the East. Could he be the second or third best player? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, but then how do you get the guys around him uh how do you put yourself in a position to either draft them which is very tough to do or get guys to want to come here in free agency which they've had a really tough time with i don't know why but they've had an astonishingly hard time with that over you know the last decade they just you know they were far from demar's first pick yeah Yeah, and and like I get like it's frustrating to say, well, they won't go into the into the tax and that's only going to get worse with the apron and like what's going to happen over the next year and, and then into the future. But like even if they could go into the tax right now, like even if Reinsdorf said, I will spend whatever, like what would they do? Right. Give out right. some bad contracts that would hamstring them in a couple of years? Like I, I, I understand that people can get angry and scream about the ownership being cheap. There's a difference between allocating bad money and being cheap. And just because your hands are tied with bad contracts or you haven't given yourself any flexibility doesn't mean you're cheap. It might mean you're stupid, but you know, those can be different things. They just haven't gotten lucky in the draft since Derrick Rose. I mean, they have the fourth overall pick who's there. They take a flyer on Patrick Williams. Uh, you know, they, 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 they I mean, end, like Kobe White was like the seventh pick, right? right? And, and those years, you know, you're hoping to get lucky and move up. They get the seventh pick. Who are they going to take? Ship Wendell Carter out. Right. Um, I mean, it, it, it's the Wendell Carter trade. I did not like at all. And people at the time were like, "This is a phenomenal move. You're getting Vooch." I'm like, "Where are they going with Nikola Vucevic?" Like, I, I think smart teams usually are targeting like 20 and 21 year old players, right? Like. 
Yeah. And there's a variety of, of reasons for that. But now even, yeah, I mean, if you, if you give him like three years and $60 million, you're going to be in the exact same problem over the next three years. Like, it's just, and I get it. Like, you need a big, like, you need players. But again, like, can you say they're cheap if, if they sign a big deal? No. You could yeah. say that it's a dumb basketball decision. I've just been surprised that the front office, they really haven't done anything over the last couple of years. So uh, our own Will Gottlieb wrote a great story yesterday yeah. saying, look, the only way out of this is uh, through a trade and trading Zach Levine is not like trading Jimmy Butler. I'm going to read this because I thought it was just great. Um, Will writes, first and foremost, Butler was and still is better than Levine. He's a two-way star, a mistake-free player who can close out games. Second, the Bulls' asset base at the time of the Butler trade was good enough to add talent, whereas now they are capped out and missing two future picks. Third, even if they sell relatively low on Levine, they will get more in return than they got for Butler. I disagree on that third point, but uh, you know, I see what he's saying. Um, and then he, So then Will goes on to write, the Bulls should look to the Bradley Beal trade as a cautionary tale. Everyone but the Wizards' front office knew the best thing for the organization was to trade Beal to set up a rebuild in 2019 and 2020 and 2021 and 20, 2022. Instead, the Wizards strove for the middle year after year with no hope of getting themselves past the first round of the playoffs. Sounds an awful lot like the Bulls. Well, yeah, they probably should have tanked last year, but like they didn't take any bad money back in the Beal con in, in the Beal trade, right? And well, yeah, but like, now the yeah, if you would have traded him in 2019, it would have been sure. That's the actual real concern for a Bulls fan when you look at what they're doing, because it reeks of an organization who really just wants to be in the playoffs and have some level of relevancy, not have people yelling at them, and that's it. But, but, but like, I don't believe that, you know, the front office wants that. Like, those guys are looking out for their own jobs, right? Like, they, they've made, or, you know, at least I would think would be motivated to try and win. Um, but I, don't you think, though, that they know that, this organization wants that. So they're safe if they're in the middle versus like if they really were going to try to swing maybe big. Just, maybe they're just dumb. They, maybe they, it's just a bad front. Maybe it's a continuation. Like, I mean, if you yeah. didn't know any better, you would think that it was still the previous regime calling the shots on this team, wouldn't you? Like all of what was um, – and, and, you know, the Nuggets and the track record, I think, of AK kind of speak – for itself, but you'd think that it was the same regime calling the shots over the last three or four over the last three years if you didn't know any better. Honestly, like Pax yeah. and, and Foreman had more wins. Well, right. Well, what Pax did at the start really is similar to what AK did. Like they, the Bulls were in. It was just such a hangover from. They the yeah they went the, the the good college star route right. Let, let's 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 draft Ben Gordon and Lou Aldang and, and Andres Nocioni and just get a gritty Bulls team that can get back. Taj and, Gibson, you know, and right and it, it, it eventually it turned into like Taj and Derek and whatnot. But like they, he just Pax originally just like brought back some level of respectability to the organization, which is basically I think what the Bulls wanted AK to do. Like this is such a disaster with Gar Pax. Just get us back to the middle so people aren't screaming at us, which is what they've done. But then, but the, he literally hasn't. They haven't done anything. Well, they, but yeah, but they, well, they, 
They had a great. Well, they had a great first half last year, right? I know this sounds horrible. They swung big. I mean, the, the Lonzo, Lonzo ball injury has just is been such devastating, right? Yeah. But, but, so but, cool. but that just shows. But like that part of it's like shows how thin everything was. If you're right. and, like, and they still lost a pick tonight because of tampering. <laughs> right. They couldn't even do that, right? Yeah, I, I just, I, 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 I'm sure that Michael Reinsdorf, in theory, like, yes, do you want to win championships? Do you want to be in the middle? I want to win championships, and these guys, you know, they want to do the same thing. But there's also there's not a lot they there's pretty it's pretty clear that they do not have the gumption to go back to the bottom and slog their way and and be in the wilderness of like when are we going to get out of winning 17 to 25 and, games it's a tough place to be and, and i'll tell you what the spurs i think and for spurs as great an organization as they are i don't know if they got lucky because they had the foresight to be really bad last year right. and look at some of the trades they made even going back to the Kawhi trade and then moving DeRozan like they were bad with a purpose. Uh, the and I'm forgetting the guy's name. The process in Philadelphia. Um, that executive. You're, you're talking about uh, Daryl like, Morey. Like they were a laugh. No, no, no. The guy who. Oh, before that. When they tanked, the process. When they got Embiid. Anyway, um, they were they a laughing on the tip of the tongue. to some extent, but like they accomplished their goal, right? Like the Cubs when they bottomed out, accomplished their goal to you know restock rebuild and contend for championships and again the bulls have just been in this purgatory where maybe they haven't been smart enough to be bad enough to benefit from it but at some point like drafting between 12th and 16th and having bad money on your books because you uh, assign a Vooch to an extension or you don't move guys when DeMar DeRozan's contract is expiring after next year. Like, you're just going to keep dealing with the same kind of season and the same seven seed, eight seed over and over and over. Sam Hinkie. Sam Hinkie. Yeah. I know a Sam. You love a Hinkie. do love a Hinkie. Um, Hinkie tanky. Let's Hinky, go. What does that mean? The NBA is just so hard, though, too, because you you got to come across these generational guys. I mean, I know you need to have the picks, which Bulls certainly don't over the next couple of years. Um, but, but, like, look at the teams, though, Kevin, that have contended over the last handful of years, all right? In the West, outside of the Lakers, um, right. you've got – Sacramento this year who made a run who is going to be good. You have Oklahoma City who tore it down and are on the way back up. Memphis who right. got lucky with Ja, but even before that, I was there in 2009 to 2012 when, you know, with a core of guys, right. they still contended. Uh, I mean, that's a good point too, because how many times did the Bulls pick seventh and everyone had grown oh, they're picking seventh. You should still be able to do something with the seventh yeah, pick, right? Yeah, I mean and, and, and look at, you know, like Curry wasn't a top ten pick, you know. Uh, Giannis wasn't a, a top ten pick. 100%. Jimmy Butler certainly wasn't a top ten pick. Yeah, um, it, it's just like Kawhi wasn't a top ten pick. Or, or, or the Heat, how the Heat continue to contend year after year after year Great organization. With, with different iterations of their roster, but they do it, I think, in a progressive way, and they're not afraid to move anybody, right? Like, and 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 they're not afraid to. I think to some extent the Bulls like want to be the team that they want their guys to like them enough to want to come back and then that gets you stuck where you're overpaying guys or you're stuck with you know god love vooch uh I'm just, like, thoroughly depressed right now. Why do we talk about this? I, I don't yes. know. We I mean, topic. honestly, get, like, the only way the I think yeah. to completely turn, around, turn it around is maybe to trade, uh, trade these guys for, like, 60 cents on the dollar and then just 
Maybe you get an MJ to give you 12 minutes a night, but bring him back. I mean, otherwise, how how is it ever going to change? Like that's what they should do. Hey, Alex Mike, Caruso might be your most valuable trade chip right now. That's a, that's a bad spot to be in. Mike, we're, Mike, I mean, we're yeah. tearing it down, and we want you to lead the team. We're going to play you 14 minutes a night. I think he might say yes. Seriously, he might think you. <laughs> Let's can do give it. Pat Riley half ownership of the Bulls. I think that's where we should land. Well, that's with not this a bad discussion. Idea. Hey, we take it. We are so excited to partner with our friends at Circle K. Check out your local Circle K for the best coffee, beer, and snack selection and premium gas. Look out for freebies and giveaways down the road. Chris, we do the Circle K read a lot. And we I'm always a big ask, Circle K guy because I drive a lot between St. Louis and Chicago. What is your favorite road trip snack? Are we going? Uh, I assume dried snacks only. <laughs> Whatever Circle K has, I give you $10. What are you walking out of there with? I'm walking out of there. This is disgusting. I'm walking out of there with a bucket of Mountain Dew Code Red. Uh, code Red. Bucket the, of Code the Red. St. We'll, Louis has we'll get the boys gotten buzzing. its claws and Chris. And then, uh, and then we're going some Junior Mints. All right. Oh, my God. What a combo. Chaser. What I have combo. you drive because I know there's no way you're going to nod off. Man, so. is gonna, man is geeked for that drive. I like it. Yeah, there's a lot of locations around Circle K. So uh, there are a lot of Circle K locations around Chicago. Keep your eyes peeled. Thanks to Circle K for sponsoring CHGO. Visit the nearest Circle K to pick up all your favorite finds like Code Red and <laughs> Junior Mints. The worst, I hope they're not a sponsor, but the worst thing you could put in your body. But delicious. That's the more important thing. Everything in moderation. Hey, uh, buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Download the Game Time Ticket app. Fastest and easiest way to buy tickets, sports, music, comedy, theater, whatever you need. Listen, uh, flash deals, last-minute tickets, easy to find. You will not get a better price in the secondary market than Game Time Tickets. It, it, it is the place to go. I love it. I look at it every single day. And I'm thinking this week it might bring the old niece out for a little Saturday night soldier field, a little concave gold cup, a little Jamaica, a little U.S. Let's get some soccer. You know what time that game starts? 8.30. Uh, it's listed as 9. Uh, it says here 8.30. Oh. Maybe that's pretty That's a little bit better than 9, but I thought at 9 p.m. What, what are we doing? We're having fun on the on the, yeah, in the Saturday night. It's over at eleven. Come on, let's go. My brothers used Game Time to get uh, Morgan Wallen tickets. Nice. There, there Morgan Wallen's there at uh, Wrigley Field tonight and Friday. I don't know. If it's a three I shows mean, or I two. Mean, I'm looking double at double dip. I mean, Guns and Roses is rocking and rolling here at Wrigley on uh, August 24th. Well, Stevie Nicks is at United Center, which is probably what, where you'll find Lawrence this weekend. I wasn't a little. It kind of fits with the Bulls' vision. Not true. Yeah. Anybody You're not a Fleetwood guy? What about a big uh, three hoop Saturday at the UC? No. Uh, no. No, I'm no going to. Three? I'm attempting to go to to reset over in reset uh, Reese Park up by me. What is that? By the Brickyard. Uh, it's a festival that came out of nothing, and Boy Genius is headlining Saturday. That's Phoebe Bridgers, Lucy Dacus, and Julian Baker, the amazing supergroup. Uh, Sunday LCD sound system is Come there. Come here, big uh, Boy Genius guy. The huge. I, I was. I mean, it should be. I don't know if I can recover. Bulls, Bulls just got to dance themselves clean. Just. Just <laughs> there you go. Just get rid of it. All. Sunday night. Shout I'll out to everybody who went to Fallout Boy last night too. That must have been a Fallout. Hey, it was uh, it was kind of cheap to get in there last night. It was like you could go on game time yesterday around noon. It was like thirty three bucks all in. If the little pay, little less than I paid for Taylor Swift tickets. To hang out with that crew with all due respect. How would you pay for Taylor Swift tickets? I'm not telling. <laughs> Is it? He has refused. It was, it was a great deal, though, because I got him on game time. You got time. him on game time. I heard it's, it was the best show that you could possibly see, so whatever you paid, it was a deal. Uh, hey, uh, 
bottom line, download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code CHGO for $20 off on your first purchase. Did you hear that? $20 off on your first purchase. Uh, Terms do apply again. Create an account, redeem the code CHGO, $20 off. It means you go to Wrigley and they pay you. I mean, let's go. You've always been known for a nice, tight ad read, Carm. Thank you very much. Game Time tickets, my people. Yeah, let's let's bring this thing home. <laughs> Cubs are in London playing the St. Louis Cardinals. They are on fire. They've won ten of the last twelve. Not quite in first place yet. The Cincinnati Reds are just as hot, if not hotter. But uh, are we feeling a little bit better about things here? I'm shocked. I'll be honest. I thought the Cubs were going to be fifteen under today with the way they were going, and now that they're actually back in a terrible division, they flipped the June swoon. They did. They did the June swoon in May. Got it out of the way. Now they got plenty of time to, I, I mean, to I, make it up in a bad division. I'll still say I find the team to be about as interesting as uh, beige paint, but um, they're. Uh, you don't glad. think the Cubs are interesting? See, just, they some... have no personalities, like none. Marcus Stroman's not a personality. He doesn't say anything to anyone. He just he shows up. He, I mean, I, I love Christopher Morales. Not I, a personality. They don't need any personality. Win win games. That's all that matters. But I do like. I would like some level of something that's interesting. It'd be. Maybe. Baseball might not be the right sport, pal. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe how not. Interesting, how interesting were the 2016 Cubs? See, I think, like... Interesting. Chris Bryant so, wasn't interesting. I, Joe I, Madden. Sure. I mean, come on. Jameson Tyon? <sighs> Cody Bellinger? I like Bellinger. I do like... Be- Bellinger actually has a little bit of juice. I, like, I, I, I would say, like, Dansby and, and Nico, like, aren't yeah. necessarily these big personalities, but the way they play... It's interesting. I'm, I'm glad they're winning games. Why, why? Why? You've got some great salad. Dansby Swanson, top five hair in MLB. Yeah. What? What the hell? I, I was walking. I was walking to get lunch. Yeah. This guy walked by and he said, "Nice hair, bro." And I was like, "Okay, you thanks. do have great hair." I know, but it was kind of weird. That is weird. That's yeah. just that's just a couple of a uh, couple of follicle aficionados appreciating <laughs> he, each other. He right? also did have nice hair, you but got I big hair too. Didn't feel comfortable sharing that with him. We, we, you got lined up by your guy at Arlington. Don't care. Don just John just chops it man's a force but hold on can we, since Raby's here and he's you know it, 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 nobody could probably speak better about what the hell's happened with Wilson Contreras if the Cardinals could redo, get out of that right now would they I mean would they were the only team that would give him what not two years three years well five years <laughs> I don't know man they're kind of they're kind of Chicago bullsing the last couple of years the Cardinals and that was they're due they're due for it I, I liked Wilson. I wanted the Cubs to sign him, and I'm surprised by what's going on. I, yeah, I like. I wanted the Cubs to sign anyone of those guys right. from the championship. Literally team. anyone. You're not going to pay Chris Bryant? Are you serious? Like you Anthony, can't, you Anthony, can't give Anthony Rizzo Anthony a three-year Rizzo's deal? in a wheelchair at Lurie Children's Hospital <laughs> visiting kids, and like they he's, trade him. He's begging to go down with the ship. You want to trade Rizzo so we can play Matt Mervis? And this other bozo who nearly killed uh, – who do you uh, – Killed the relief pitcher yesterday, Mancini, with the flip and the, the Rizzo, Cubs, Rizzo's, Cubs, Rizzo's crushing it for the Yankees. Cubs have made you sad, haven't they? They, they have. Like it, I, I would have paid all those guys, but okay. Let's as like long as tr- they can stay relevant, that's all I want from them this year. I, sure, they're still building. I, I still think it's. I think they're a pretty good organization generally. I th- if, if nobody, I, I trust Jed. If nobody watches or pays attention to the Reds winning all these games, does it really happen? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you this. I went on DraftKings um, like 10, to, 10 days to 14, uh, right two weeks ago. Right before they started this winning. I got them at plus 2,000 to win that division. Oh, 20 to 1? Yeah. That's a great bet. 
So it's now a, I'm in this weird thing where I'm like Reds fan number one, but I still want the Cubs to win the division. What are the Cubs right now? Probably like they're plus three. I went this morning and they're plus three fifty. Th- oh. Three and a half to one, huh? But with a, a twenty to one ticket, I mean that I can wait forever to hedge that thing. Yeah, or like just go Reds. <laughs> <Right>. yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's be serious. Well, right? that's what I'm. Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge LA De La Cruz fan. He's fun. Who's winning uh, the division? That's a fun player. Who's winning yeah. the division? If you had to bet. The Reds will not win it because they're going to Reds all over themselves. Um, I think the Cubs are the Cardinals. You think the Cardinals are still in it? Because they'll be too stubborn to not be in it. What are they on? Seven games back? Eight games back? And they always... They they're all, like plus 900 now if you want and, to. And, and, and the that. way that the new scheduling works with... A, how many games you play in division, and B, how many of them are backloaded the last like month or two of the season. I mean, we've seen some wild swings. Um, I, I would just, until the Pirates or Brewers, or the Pirates or Reds do something, until the Pirates get past, I think Joe Sheehan calls it the Clint Hurdle Invitational, the wild card playing game. Like, until they do it, I won't believe that they can. Um, so I still would, I guess... I, side with the Cubs or the Cardinals. That's interesting because normally I'm Cubs are the, the only only uh, team in that division with a plus run differential. I know. So. It's interesting. Yeah, and I don't know. The, like the Reds, it, it can't be sustainable what they're doing right now. I don't know, man. Gordon Wittenmeyer left town. He goes over there. He's just bringing all the juice to Cincinnati. <laughs> G-Dub Cub, G-Dub MLB. G-Dub Red. G-Dub love Red. The, I love the ball riders. Have you, have you unfollowed Gordon or muted him yet? Or are you, mm-hmm. or are you getting all your Red stuff? Getting all the Red stuff. I yeah, th- how I do you think muted, he got him at plus 2,000? I've muted nearly every person that I follow. I actually got Twitter. that because of Cody <laughs> Delmendo. <laughs> Shout out, mute, Cody. Mute, mute, Get out of here. All right, let's finish this with some good vibes. Six days from now, Connor Bedard is going to become a Chicago Blackhawk. This is like the greatest thing to happen in CHGO history. I am freaking... Pumped. I heard guys Banger going on with the Hawks guys the yeah, other got, day. He's the greatest, man. Yeah. He's a national treasure. Protect him at all costs, Blackhawks. We're looking forward to having him. I mean, that's that, that's a great hire, and it's good to be a Blackhawks fan again. That's all I can say. Big hockey guy right here. I don't know, though. I, I don't like that every time I listen to the Blackhawks guys, they, they say, oh, well, we're like three years away from actually getting to the playoffs. True. And I'm like, three years? We're getting the... We're getting the damn Bedard kid. What are we doing here? Can we maybe two? I'm fine if this year sucks. NHL, like, come on, just kind of roll the dice, right? Rocket like, booster, let's go. We're getting Connor Bedard. I mean, it all depends on that that defensive core if they come along, how they come along. I mean, you know, Lawrence, like, even if you've got great draft prospects, it takes you a year and a half, two years for a defenseman to really understand what they're doing. Is out he there. at the United Center next year? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Opening night. No question. Yeah. Okay, so, okay. He's on the first power play unit opening night. Are we going season ticket? Hockey, docky? I've been looking at a 20-game package. How I mean, much I, is I 20? Had, I had season tickets from 2008 to 2022. <laughs> then I got rid of them for one year, and then what this a, happens. What about a CHGO Blackhawk season ticket? We'll see who wants to go in on it. Two seats. I mean, we rotate it around. <laughs> Let's go. 
I mean, come a on. Good idea. Um, you'll just get your, your Mountain Dew code red and your junior well, we can literally drive can, right up. No, I'm out of there. You anyways. don't need good seats for hockey. We can literally go last row in like any. You don't want that. I, when I had my, mine were in uh, row, uh, section 331, row five. So yeah, that'd right be great. the corner where that'd they, be great. They t- you got as some, long as you're on the side where they attack twice. You got some heads up there. You got some guys yeah. that know their stuff <laughs> and they get angry if you don't know your stuff. Shoot. Wait for the damn whistle. Um, I could tell you some I mean, stories. Marlene Chris. Wells is not going to be hooking me up with Hawks tickets like she has the last couple of years. God bless her. Promotions, WGN. Got to keep her rolling. Maybe you could trade. We've got it. We've got a Seth Jones. With now. Yeah. Seth Jones and his contract for a sign and trade for Vooch, <laughs> and then Make you could get quickly from the Knicks. Get a pick in there. Since you brought it back in just for a second, Tony Moy in the comments here. Can we trade for Zion? I know that's like pie in the sky and not going to happen at all. I honestly would be making that call if I were the Bulls. Like <laughs> that's that. the worst take you've ever made. Really? The guy's Zion? like the biggest draft bust of all time. I, right, but you have like you're 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 so screwed, and the Pelicans are so dumb. Just get him the in. I can't get him be right. bothered to stay in shape. We got to get him the uh-huh. right. We got to get him the right. I mean, therapist. have you seen those text messages? That's yes. He's having a he's having some problems off the court. But let's. But honestly, that's your problems. All right, let's get him. Get him the right professional life coach. I'm willing to take it on, and we'll let's turn Zion around, unlock, get him, drop a hundred pounds, and let's go. Bad body, bad a hundred. Bad drive. He's unguardable. He he needs to lose a hundred pounds. Like you think he'll get traded? I think he has to be. I I mean, at some point he's going to be, and it's. you have, no, you, you, have, you have nothing to lose. Hey, Good we'll, gi- we'll give you DeMar DeRozan. You guys are right on the cusp of winning something. We'll give you DeMar DeRozan, and you can have Alex Caruso, too. Give us Zion. I'm doing that deal. I'll, I will. Let, let's go. What else what you guys What a package. Give? That would be overwhelming for well, the Pelicans. Yeah, you're probably. Tony right. says Zion's they, still better than Pat Williams. Would you trade? Would they, if they would do it straight up, Zach Levine for Zion Williamson, you doing it? They would never do that. New Orleans. The Pelicans? Never. He's, I mean. Would you do it from a bull standpoint? Uh, yeah. Okay, that's all. You can have the entire team. I'll go to war with Zion one on five. He, he the, the greatest, NBA and TNT, the greatest clip they did this year was when Shaq and Charles said that if they, if they had sex with Zion, that that would be their baby. That was amazing. Now, that we're, was we're, com- we're coming off Derrick Rose and all that injury stuff. We're coming off this Lonzo Ball thing, and you want to sign up for Zion Oh, no, Williamson? we're still right in the middle of the Lonzo yeah, Ball thing. Right, 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 we're not right. coming off that at all. Well, you're the one that wants to move on from the contract, so. Well, in theory. Pat Williams. Give me Pat Beverly and Zion. I will go to war with those two. Pat Williams and DeMar for Zion. Peck. Pat Williams and DeMar for Zion. <laughs> they're going to get. They're going to get. <laughs> I'm going to get him the right therapist. We're going to get him to no. where he needs to be in life, and we're going to we're going to win the dance. We're, we're Zion. I'm willing to do it. I'm raising my hand. Me and Zion, I'll go twice a week, one hour. Let's go. There's not enough strip clubs inside city limits, <laughs> I think, for Mr. Williamson's liking. Mr. Williams needs to put that on hold for Williamson. Needs always to put, the Instagram DMs. We just Dude, we those need, are wild. We, we man. need to we need to we need to chill out until we get out of playing the, just 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 for a couple of years. Don't you have a eye appointment in like? 20 I do. Months? I gotta go. Let's get out of here. Come on, Southwood Eye Doctor, on my way. You really think Michael Jordan's right. gonna be playing basketball? Jordan and Zion. Chris, thank you for braving <laughs> the Kennedy Expressway to come down here. Thank you for having me. Good time. Ooh. 
Anytime you want to drop by, the Car? seat is open. You're Maybe. my guy. Great to see you, brother. The rest of you, thanks for hanging out with Sock us. Make sure me. you check out CHA Bulls tonight. They're going to be live the entire time. <laughs> It's going to be a lot of fun. Maybe that maybe the trade happens. Maybe it doesn't, but you'll get to hang out with Peck, Big Dave, and Will. Uh, we're off next week at CHO Podcast. Be back in two weeks. Till then, I'm Kevin Kadick from Mark Carmen and Lawrence Benedetto. See you next time.